Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir with the Nishmas Ruzenbas Chokhana Ezra. Shabbos Pasha Kisiso Kisiso Esroish B'nai Yisrael A translation of the word Sisa could mean to lift up, can mean to count. Kadosh Baruch tells Mesha, we're going to count the Jewish nation. <coughs> but, <coughs> I sense this was between the people between the ages of 20 and 60. However, since we do not count Yidin, we do not count people 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, they're going to be counted through coins. Everyone has to bring a coin. And then we will count all the coins. coin, what denomination of a coin was chosen the denomination that was chosen was a half of a shekel machts is a shekel one of the things that symbolized in that is one that the symbolic message that every Jew has to understand that they are only a half Nobody is their own entity. In order to be something, you have to come on to another person. By a person living on his own, doing his own thing, they can't get, they don't accomplish the mission in the world. One needs to always be involved and looking to help another Jew. And therefore the matzah shekel, the half a shekel, which tells us the only half, and the other half, the second Jew that brings the other half, will then make a complete unit. But they were counted by the half a shekel. But Meshach was bewildered, perplexed. And he says to why? What can I, what, what, what is a half a shekel? Question, of course, begs to ask. It was the currency, what is he asking? What's a half a shekel? Did he, was he so <coughs> moved shit from the world was he so did, taken apart he separated himself from the world so much he didn't know what a shekel and a half a shekel was the half a shekel was also given to forgive for the sins of a person this money was used every year for different types of sacrifice, different type of things in the in the Besamigdash. In this case the Mishkan. Kabbalah Sibur, there were sacrifices that were done for a public for the public domain, etc. Um, 
Meisha looks, says, Kaddish Baruch When a person does a sin, now the Rebbe explains in Tanya as well, a person is connected, Yaakov Chavim HaChalasai, a person is connected through the rope to HaKadosh Baruch And every time they do a sin, they sever a strand. They sever a strand in this rope. Now that's pretty heavy. It's pretty, pretty severe. To know that the, that far apart, they're making it is making such a distance between them and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Also, you're revolting against Hakadosh Baruch Hu. By going against a mitzvah, or doing an Aveda, you're detaching yourself from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's horrible. And yet, and yet, what is the kefir nafsha involved here? Is a half of a shekel. Anybody who commits Rechman al a sin, and if he came to a tzaddik and he said to him, Tzaddik, I did this sin. How do I save myself? How would I redeem myself from this? And the tzaddik said, You can pay tzaddik, you can give tzaddika, and this tzaddik will redeem you. No. So the person is remorseful and is sad and is hurt that he committed this sin. We need us to say with a simple dollar, the person themselves won't feel satisfied. I've taken care of my sin. I mean, get real. Think how horrible you felt about it. <coughs> Days of yesteryear, one had to bring a karmachatos for the sin. It was an ox. It was a big, expensive animal. So the person says, I want to really make sure I wipe this sin off. If the person, it's within his capacity to do so, the person will write a check. A substantial amount. Definitely not a half a dollar. A matzah a shekel. Moshe cannot fathom how this simple machsa shekel clears the slate, as we say. Takes this person's sins and wipes them out. How? How is it even possible? <laughs> what does the Kodesh Baruch do? Zayitnu, says Moshe, David says Meisha said, the Kashbaruch says to Meisha, this is what you should give. Whenever it says ze, it means mare be'etzpa. He showed him with a finger. Pointed it. And he showed him what it was. Ze yitnu is what the Kashbaruch told him to give. What did he show him? He showed him a coin of fire. A coin of fire. This is Hakadosh Baruch Hu said, 
is what you have to give to forgive with sins. Why? According to fire, what does it signify? What does it tell us? What is it what message is there? The message is the message from fire. What is the message of fire? Fire is twofold. It can cause damage and it can cause wonderful things. You can cook with fire, you can warm people up with fire. Or fire can destroy who knows what. That's the message that I'm telling you now. Zayitnu. This is what you should be giving. You should be giving this Madbeya Shal Aish, this coin of fire, with the right way and the right intention. And by giving it with the proper intention, you will accomplish what needs to be accomplished with the tzedakah. come here. Therefore, therefore, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu this is what This is what you are meant to be doing. Whoops. Go back to it. Put in. I I chose the Wi-Fi. You have to put in the. Here's the. Okay. You have to for this phone also. This is therefore. It's connected. And this is therefore the message that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives to Mesha by telling him Zayitnu. This is what you should give. It's a problem. See what it says? Huh? It's connected without internet. Why? We're missing a wire that's not plugged in? Yeah, there's a wire that's not plugged in there. The ethernet or whatever it is. One, only one wire plugged in. This is therefore the message of the Machsa Shekel. The Pasha is very involved 
the most part, with the sin of the golden calf. The sin of the golden calf Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Hasinai and the Satan showed a picture of Moshe lying on a bed and therefore the Yidin were frightened that Moshe was not returning and they turned to Arnakayim and they say our Moshe is not returning we need a new God Moshe wasn't the God. Moshe was the leader. So, why are they looking for a new God? <coughs> Moshe was their connection to God. Not a liaison, but a connection. And Yidin were connected, and Yidin were always connected through the Moshe of their generation. Each generation has, according to the Zaya, is Pashtusa, the Meshach, Chaldara, Vedara. It has within it a connection of Meshach in every generation. And therefore, by being disconnected, by their connection being severed, they need a God now whom they connect to somebody else. Who do they turn to? What are they turning to? So they go to Aaron Akari and he's second in command, he's Mesh's brother, and they tell him, we need a God. Aaron is put against the wall. He tells them, bring me your wife's jewelry. And we'll make something. Someone's banging the door down. So they knew right away the wife's jewelry they're not getting. They took their own rings. Huh? They took their own rings, their nose rings, whatever it was, and they gave this to Mount their gold rings. He melted them all down, put them all in a big fire, which was Aaron's intention, obviously, to destroy them. Mm-hmm. And... He looked now, he tells them, we can't, oh excuse me, he threw it into the fire, and someone had the chattel thing, the, the, the plate, or whatever it was, that Meshe Rabbeinu had when he put into the Nilos to bring up Yosef, Yosef's bones. On it it said, Aleisher. Because Yesu was compared <coughs> by his father 
First, he said, Yesh di Sheva Chamer, an attack of Esav, and he benches him, Becher Sheri Hadolei. Concept of Sher, Vax. And therefore, Vaisha made this Kamea, which said, Ali Sher, and the bones of Yesav surfaced. However, Moshe did not make sure that he was Meganas this, that he put this away somewhere in Geniza. Some other genius saw that this happened to have some kind of powers to it and they took it. And now they threw it into the fire that was melting all the gold. And therefore, since it said Aleisher, the ox should come up. An ox actually came up. A calf. Medish tells us it was moving, shaking, head was shaking. How do we serve it? Aaron says, tomorrow, come back. And tomorrow will be a Chag Lashem. It'll be a holiday to God. The whole episode's mind blowing. Aaron thinking first of all there are three Avedis which one needs to die rather than do the sin rather than commit the sin so one of the three is idol worship so where does Aaron come off to do this now Aaron should have said, kill me. I'm not serving idols. I'm not doing Avedis Ara here. How do we allow ourselves to fall into this? A second question. Aaron Akayin was not a simple man. He's Meshach been his brother, older brother at that. He was the Kayin Godel. The only person allowed to go into the Kedush Kedushim, Holy of Holies. Therefore, he went by himself on Yom Kippur. He wore the, the breastplate, the Rebbetumim, to which people came and asked questions, and answers were he, would, he derived answers from it. There were heavenly answers. Aaron was not a simple man. What is he thinking here? By telling them tomorrow will be a, a yomtif to God. They're looking to make an idol. Aaron Akain had no intention of serving a Zara. 
Chas V'Shalom. He was not going to go serve any gods. Even by getting the gold and everything and putting it into the fire, he's always going to melt it. He didn't know somebody was going to throw that thing in. Second of all, since he wasn't serving Avi Zana, he didn't have a mitzvah of Yadik Val Yavir. He didn't have the obligation to let himself be killed. He had no reason to die for this. If, <coughs> God forbid, he would have made this Avi Zana. And Jews would bring sacrifices to it, bow down to it, etc. His sin would be labeled as something called You may not place a, blind, a stumbling block before a blind man. Maximum, that would be the maximum sin that he'd be committing. For that you can't die. For that you don't get you don't let yourself be killed. Therefore he didn't have to have himself killed for that. On the flip side was the holiday what holiday is he promising the Jews this episode if you look at the calendar you know Meshach Rebbeinu broke the Lucas on Shivas of Tammuz the 17th day of Tammuz that's why we fast on the 17th one of the reasons we fast on the 17th day of Thomas it's not why we fast it's one of the reasons many reasons in other words this episode took place on the 16th day of Thomas the Navi tells us when the Navi refers to the fast of the 4th month on the 17th day the time Mashiach, it will be a Yamtiv. As most fast days, it will be transferred over to a transposed over to a holiday. Therefore Mesh is saying Chag Hashem Lanu. Excuse me, it's gonna be a Yamtiv tomorrow. He was obviously prophesizing Aaron. Aaron was prophesizing, staying, reflecting about what's going to happen in the days of Mashiach. But this is what he was reflecting on. He was reflecting that in the 17th day of Tammuz, in the days of Mashiach, this day will be a Yom Tov.
This is an episode. This is a scary episode, to say the least. Whereas we're looking at Matan the Jews getting the Torah, receiving the Torah on Hasinai. We're looking at the holiest of revelations of any generations. The Jews stood by Yichan Sham Yisrael, Neged Ahar, Yishachad, Leivachad. And boom! It blows up in their faces. It blows up beyond recognition to an extent that we have a fast day for it. Moshe has to daven that the Jews be saved, that the Jews not get annihilated. Kajbarak was ready to annihilate the nation and start a new nation for Moshe. To which, as we know, Moshe said, we spoke last week. If you're going to do that, erase my name. Obliterate my name. Spoke about that last week already. The concept of what Moshe was going at when he said this. Harashi explains it. Harashi explains erasing his name didn't just mean erase his name he said what's my tefillah worth what are my prayers worth after all what was he getting at Moshe was the most humble person in the world most humble person ever. Moshe held nothing of himself. Now, now, that Moshe was davening for the Yidden. Moshe said, I'm worried to daven. If I daven, and you don't listen to me, what will they say? They will say, why was I, my is not accepted? Why were my is not accepted? Because I'm a simple person. Had I been a tzaddik, maybe they'd be accepted. And therefore, says Moshe, you're going to ruin it for everybody. Nobody will ever want to daven. Because everybody will say, only a tzaddik's tefillahs are answered. And the proof is, simple Moshe didn't get his answers, his prayers answered. This was his concern when he says this. So the truth is, although the Pasha writes a whole portion of the story of the Chet really, <coughs> as we said before, 
the nasnu ish kofer nafshi, each person will give forgiving for his soul. The Medrash explains this to mean the half a shekel was for the forgiving of the sin of the Chet Egel, of the golden calf. And therefore, even right in the beginning of the Pasha, before it tells us the story of the Chet Egel, the implication of the Tzedakah, the Chamaqsa Shekel, forgiving them for this Chet Egel, was already mentioned. Which, of course, we go according to the same dictum of the Rafur comes before the Makkah. The medicine is always created before this illness. <coughs> Therefore, we need to know how do we connect Kisisa's Resh B'nai Yisrael elevating, elevations, elevating the heads of B'nai Yisrael showing how great they are to the highest of levels And to go down, snow dive, nose dive, to the lowest of low, the sin of the, sin of the golden calf. Let us understand what is the Siyas Harish, raising up of the head. A head, for most people, unfortunately, not everybody has this. The idea is Seichel and Havana, understanding. Lifting up the head means to say to a higher level of Seichel and Havana, of understanding. That is the Chiddush of our parsha. Although there is a concept of Avedizara, this does not get higher than the head. But rather, one needs to raise up the head on their own, not by Chasham entering other thoughts. What's higher than the head? Higher than the head is the Amuna, which is higher than Seichel and Das. And this Amuna, even in the most simplest of Jews, has. The kalim shebe kalim lameoritz are all ready to be meisa nefesh for kiddush Hashem, and therefore <coughs> the nature when we put aside the seichel and the das, we are achieving, we reach even higher to the emuna. And this automatically excludes the any kind of possibility of a Vedizara. Here comes about that the exclusion of Avedizara 
is how comes about through Haramas Harish, raising up of the head. When one raises up the head of the Jew, head of the nation, one can rise above all these other outside sources and thoughts. How does one do this? How does one reach to the highest of levels? How does one achieve this? Through Teda and the Seichel of Teda. The more a person stands in a level, in a status, <coughs> of Teda, the involvement of Teda, this way they can totally eradicate the entire Metzius of Avidazara, the whole essence of any kind of idol worship. If a person is, doesn't merit, then they still have the capacity, the capability, the possibility, even to involve themselves in words of Teda itself. And if they're not capable, they can come to maskanas that are the. Uh, they can come to conclusions that I haven't forbid opposite of the proper intentions that God has for the tailor. But reaching the highest level, limuda tera and seichel tera, a person reaches and achieves a level in which they can totally eradicate Avedizara. They wipe it out entirely. Not just because they have their, their Muna in their own soul. Mitzada Seichel. Through the actual Seichel and Avana, it doesn't go above their intellect, it doesn't go above their intelligence, within the realm of their intelligence, they learn and see and know how to wipe out and take away anything that has to do with the Zara. And therefore, the Pasha starts Kisisa Esreish, if you raise up the heads of the Bnei Yisrael, as I said before, in order to be Magdim the Refuah to the Makkah, to bring first the Refuah before the Makkah. Where do we see a actual and actual involvement that excludes of a desire? through this highest level of Limit Atayda, 
We see this between the Jews and Bezdin. Every Jew is prohibited to read any kind of books that have to do with idol worship. Whereas on the other hand, the Rabbanim of Bezdin have to learn it, have to read them. Since they are on such a high level, spiritual level, of Lima Lateda, so they don't, not enough, they had enough to suspect or worry that it's going to affect them and cause them to serve the Zara. But even more so, they have the Kayach to eradicate and to destroy it from the world. And therefore we have to say, Yehidotzen, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, raises us up immediately. Take you from Yad, the Reish of Bnei Yisrael. As we know also, Reish Bnei Yisrael is Rashtevis Rebbe. And lift it up, and lift us up, and bring us to Atzein HaKadosh and the Gula Mitzvah, Shleim HaYedem HaShem, Kino Meire Vimeira Omei Mamesh. Because this is what the message and the lesson of the Pasha, the name Kisiso. So when Moshe Rabbein, as we said, is told by HaKadosh Baruch Hu about the Machsa Shekel, said before that he showed him the Matbeya Shel Eish to teach him how this is going to forgive Jews now this tells us three things when HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Moshe he got direct command from HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he couldn't understand when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him to bring Karbanis Moshe said who can suffice with sacrifices even if we bring all the animals in the world it's not enough when he was commanded to make the Migdash he said who can make a Migdash in which HaKadosh Baruch could rest within it and again as we said the Machsa Shekel he said what is the Kefa Nafshe how can it forgive so the first two things, HaKadosh Baruch Hu answers. I'm not asking to reach and to achieve my Kayach, but rather according to what your capacity is. Whereas the third question, according to one of the deists, one of the opinions, where he showed him at Be'ashel Eish, by showing this Machsa Shekel, as we said, Meishu was shocked. Therefore, he showed him a coin of fire. Moshe's question was according to Allah. Who, the one who doesn't give this Machsa Shekel? The one who does not give the Machsa Shekel, we force them to pay. We take their garments so that they should pay. 
So Meshach said, how can forcing a person cause Kefenafshi? That's how he became forgiven, because he was forced. By Karbanais, the din is, Kefenais Hashem Eretzani. The Rambam brings down the Bakabanas of a person that has to bring one, he doesn't want to bring it. We force him until he says, I want. But here with the Machsa Shekel, he does not say, I want. You have to force him to give it, and that's it. He doesn't want to give it. It's going against his will, but he still has to give it. To this, Akash Baruch Hu answers him, flaming Matbeah, which he took out from under his Kisakovit, under his throne. And showed it to Mesh and said, This coin you should take from the Jew. Even force him against his will. For the root is from the Tachas Kisa covered, from under the Kisa, under the throne of God. It's fire. It's totally enveloped in flames for love of Akadj Baruch Hu. But a Jew doesn't know it. He doesn't necessarily feel it. And he sometimes thinks that these mitzvahs are just in imposition on me. But the truth is, <coughs> the Nishama has an ash of Ava, a flame of love, and is connected with Akash Baruch Hu. And therefore giving the Masa Shekel forgives for this is what brings about the connection which is lacking by each and every Jew in their, in their own understanding. The lesson of all this is <coughs> double, a double lesson. Sometimes the Jew does not feel the pleasure of serving God. Learning Teda, doing mitzvahs, it looks like an imposition to them. The, the recommendation, the advice for such a situation is to concentrate on your situation until you know the Bechina of Moshe, where your nefesh is shaking, your soul is shaking. And then you'll merit, you'll merit the revelation of the Madbeya Shalish, of the, the coin of flames. On the other hand, sometimes we meet a Jew that at this very moment he's not living according to Terah Mitzvah, unfortunately. And we con- convince him to do a Mitzvah. Put on Tvilin, say Krishna. And those that ask, what's the reason? What am I accomplishing with that? person's not Connecting even, not affected by the mitzvah. Doesn't even know what emotion he should have doing this mitzvah. HaKadosh Baruch Hu teaches us <coughs> behind the matbeya, behind that coin, behind this outwardly, seemingly outwardly doing of a mitzvah, there's a flame. And that flame will ultimately rise up and consume and do what it has to do.
says, we know Meish Rabbeinu came down from Hasinai with the Luchis Habris in his hand. And he saw the Jews, Rachman al-Itzlan, dancing around the eagle, dancing around the golden calf. He immediately broke the Luchis. On his own. He came score at home. It's two places. Yimara Shabbos Bey Zayin Amir Aleph and Yevomah Samach Bey Zamir Aleph. And they said, the Yimara say, Hiskim HaKadosh Baruch Hu HaYadeh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu agreed to what he did. It says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu thanks him, Asher Shibarta, which you broke. And Rashi explains, Asher is Lashon Ishur. You made it wealthy, you praiseworthy, the fact that you broke these luchas. After that, Akash Baruch gave to Mesha a second set of luchas. These second set of luchas are, as we say, the expression, Kiflayim Liseishia, Eve tells us. A double portion of salvation. After which the nation was given the halachas, medrash, agodas, and the whole Tehrish these luchas were brought into the Arun Abris, which was in the Mishkan, into the Ark, and next to them was placed an Arun with the Shivri luchas, the broken luchas also. If we keep his corner home, Gemara Baba Basri, Yadalar, Amabayz, and again that Menachis Tzadik Tesam and Aleph though. Luchis, Veshivri Luchis, Menachim Baru. Both the Luchis and the broken ones are in the Arun. Why do we need the broken Luchis in the Arun? Actually, looking at the broken Luchis reminds us of the horrific destruction that they were, that they caused, and the horrible sin which caused them to be broken. And therefore, we also understand, we need to understand, why was the Tere given Shebaal Peh in the second Luchis? After the Jews went and sinned by Chet Egel. The Chet they were down a level. And now you're giving them even more. Should have begun with the first Luchas to begin with. When the Jews were at a very, very high stage and level until they unfortunately sinned with the Chet Egel. Therese explains. Because of the Ein Seifis of Teda, the never-ending faction of Teda, which the Chochmah chokhma, the of Teda is, knows no bounds of Agadji Baruch a person cannot grasp. As long as he finds himself within the realm of the limitations at which he lives. 
and therefore finds himself practically locked out of Tehran. The condition of Kabbalah Satera is Bittl Metzias Hanivra, nullification of the person's total Metzias. And the person should feel that he's literally nothing. As we say in Davening, it's brought down in Kibbutz Kor Homi Marabrachas in Zayin Amar Aleph, V'nafshi Kofal Akhil My soul as dust should be entirely. And then you can ask, Psach li bibisera secha. Open my heart, Yotera, now that I consider myself not, I consider myself nothing. Conditional and unconditional. The unconditional love of a father to a child, a parent to a child. Of a grandparent to a grandchild. Totally unconditional. The child can do something to upset the parent. To rock the boat. But the weight, the love will never waver. When we devote ourselves totally to HaKadosh Baruch and we say we are nothing our entire existence is only to serve Hashem. Taylor can enter into the mind and the heart. When the Jews were by Matan Taylor, they were on a very high level. As we say, Akash Baruch Baruch Abana Mikolam chose us from all the nations. Remember, Mikolam lifted us up from all the other languages. The entire involvement here was elevating. But when the revelation of the Shkina caused total self-nullification the Jews' souls flew out of their bodies but it was not a total, total, total nullification it only happened because they were at a very high level they were only, it was only temporary Therefore, the Torah is given by the Ikvis of Maimon HaSinai. When it was given there, it was only in a limited fashion. And they didn't have that full scope and realm.
Tesh of Because they were not ready for that revelation. Whereas after they sinned by the eagle, and before their very eyes, Mesha broke the Lucas of the Son. The Jews now reached deep down, very deep. Their hearts were shattered. They became, they reached, they achieved the level of Nafshi Kafa My soul is like dust. And therefore, they were now able to accept even Tere Shabbat And the second Luchas, which is Bechinas Keflayim Tishia, double salvation. And this is therefore why the Luchas and the Shivri Luchas and the broken ones are put in the Aaron. Because the Lucas, the full, full ones, symbolize when the Yidin were totally, totally <coughs> risen above, rose above everything. And the broken Lucas symbolize the breaking of their hearts, the nullification that a Jew needs to achieve by Teda. And these two things come together and they find themselves within the boundary of the heart of every Jew, making him a vessel for the Eira Tera. We are now in the middle, or towards the, middle, towards the second half of, we're in the second half already, of Chedesh Adar Rishayim. And we said, Mishinichnas Adam Arm B'Simcha. When other comes in, we need to add in simcha. We need to add in joy. And we're doing so for 60 days. Started the first day of the first other, going straight through the 29th, 30th day of the second other. What's our message? What's our lesson? What are we accomplishing? What are we doing? Ooh, that's a problem. But the truth is, we're doing exactly what we're supposed to do in a bigger list, in even a bigger level. Chedesh Adesheni has the celebration of Yom Tov of Purim, the actual Purim in which we have the Megillah, and we have the Sudas Purim. Whereas in Chedesh Adarishan, we don't have all that. This is what's missing out. This is what needs to be implicated. The joy is not missing out, forget, it's extra. And we have to add this joy in the first month without the tool, without the handle of Megillah, Sudhis Purim, and everything else. 
and we need to elevate it and bring the true Simcha without looking around, without counting, without asking, without trying to compensate or overcompensate with anything else. And when we talk a merit to the Geula Amitiz Vashem, the main joy, the joy of Geula's Melech HaMashiach, redemption this very Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom to all.